North-South Connection listeners, Chad Campbell back again for another edition of Cronoso Daily. This time we will be looking at the first match of the Los Angeles portion of WrestleMania 2, which is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Hercules Hernandez. Uh, a couple of table setting things before we get to the match itself. Uh, overall, in general, I do think I probably prefer the Los Angeles portion of WrestleMania 2. Uh, it goes back and forth. I mean, I certainly think it's a two-man race between in and Chicago. Uh, but I, I do like the Bundy-Hogan steel cage match. I actually think the Funks tag versus Santana and JYD is uh, pretty historically underrated, whereas it's not that far off for me from the Bulldogs Dream Team tag match, uh, actually, and as far as quality is concerned. Uh, and then we have this match here, which as we get to is a, a very solid match as well. does have Adonis versus Elmer, which is kind of the only stinker on this portion of the card. Uh, but that was kept short. It did still get Adonis over uh, to a degree. And um, I mean, overall, I mean, obviously that's a terrible match. But Chicago also had two short, terrible matches. Um, and then the uh, New York Uniondale uh, portion of the show, I think, is just overall pretty poor uh so we do get our introduction to los angeles with jesse the body ventura uh, lord alfred hayes and then also elvira is the guest commentator for this portion i i think this uh this announced booth is is very unique one you have jesse kind of leading the play-by-play role uh which which is strange also, Elvira, as we'll get to in the match itself, she she portrays kind of a a, uh, a heelish type announcer role as well, uh, along with Jesse. Jesse, I think, plays it more straight than he usually does. Uh, he actually critiques Hercules throughout this match a little bit, uh, and he usually never would critique the heels. But then at the end, he does complain that he thinks the count's fast and whatnot. So that also provides a contrast for Lord Alfred Hayes, who leans heel. It kind of in how Jesse's talking throughout this match, you know, like centered but leaning towards the heel. Uh, in this in this situation, with both Jesse leaning heel as well as Elvira calling Ricky the Dragon Steamboat a wimp for having the uh, the scarf wrapped around his leg, uh, Lord Alfred actually has to take the other route and become more of the de facto face of the trio. Uh, I would say overall, these three they handle it pretty well. I mean, the the announcing of WrestleMania Two is kind of a mess. Uh, Kathy Lee Crosby's okay. Susan St. James, I think, has been documented well enough. She's a complete disaster. Uh, Elvira seems to at least be pretty energetic, uh, but not annoying. And she kind of knows her role, so to speak, throughout the commentator. Uh, you can see that right at the beginning where Jesse and Lord Al run down the Los Angeles portion of the card. They announce all four matches between the two of them so they don't, you know, put Elvira in the situation where she has to remember right off the top of the head one of the matches she's going to be announcing. And then when they do cut to Elvira, uh, she just gives a very energetic, you know, I'm ready to go, you know. So uh, 
that, that was fine. And, and throughout the match that I watched, I thought she picked her spots well. Uh, Jesse did a good job, I think, leading her as well, uh, giving her kind of softball questions that she could answer adequately, not uh, putting her in some deep waters where she was having to give some deep analysis or call holds or anything of, of that stature. So overall, I think this is my favorite announced team uh, of the three for sure. Uh, the crowd is really hot for this match. So it's an interesting match on paper. Like Hercules Hernandez, this is kind of a step up for him. He joined the World Wrestling Federation around November uh, after having stints in Mid-South, World Class, as well as uh, Championship Wrestling from Florida. So he, he joined uh, the WWF ranks in November, like I said. He had not teamed up with Bobby the Brain yet. Um, he was still kind of in his very gladiator-esque uh, gear here. And overall, he had not suffered a television defeat up to this point. Uh, in fact, on house shows, the only losses he had was one random... Uh, if you look at Cage Match and you see his WWF house show listing so far, he had one random defeat by Lanny Poffo. Uh, which I'm a little dubious of because, uh, as we'll get to, like he he had a lot of defeats over Lanny Poffo, so I don't know if this was some fluke, some weird injury, a count out. It it doesn't specify, but but it's just a little odd. It sticks out when you look at the cage match overall. So so we'll we'll just give the benefit of the doubt that that did happen, that that wasn't a mistaken uh, match result, and say that he did lose once to Lanny Poffo. Also lost once to Junkyard Dog, which there's no shame in that. Still in 1985, early 1986, uh, before Orndorff turned face full on. You, you could say Orndorff was, I mean, I'm sorry, you could say JYD was still one of the top two to three faces in WWF at the time. Uh, and then he also has a couple of uh, losses to George the Animal still, which we'll, we'll get to. I mean, George still... Very annoying, uh, defeats many people he shouldn't be, as in a prominent feud with Macho Man Randy Savage that I will say he shouldn't be, but it's George the Animal still. So he has a couple defeats on house shows to George the Animal still. Now you look at his victories up to this point, and it was, it was mostly enhancement talent, uh, kind of right above your nameless jobber to the stars level, but very low grade level stars like George Wells, uh, some SD Jones, Mario Mancini, uh, Lanny Poffo, who has a good many defeats over. So, so Ricky, the dragon Steve, was certainly a step up in competition for Hercules. This was kind of a more prominent spot in the card than he'd been in. But it, it's an interesting thing where, you know, you may not want him to lose right away. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat also was in kind of a unique situation where he'd had the, he'd kind of been all around um, throughout some feuds with Morocco and whatnot. So he, he was kind of bouncing around, hadn't really found his place either uh, in the WWF at this point. And a, a, a good feud that on these supercars you could see that you could kind of uh, really grip or whatnot. So the result is 
I think this is your quintessential replacement level match. Like if you ask me to close my eyes and tell you what a two and a half star match looks like, this is one that could come right to mind. Like the crowd heat is good. Uh, Steamboat, you know, is always going to be a good face. His comeback's fine. Hercules on offense is adequate, not nothing extraordinary for sure. But his knee drops look pretty vicious. Uh, he does no, there's no like limb selling or any prolonged attack on any one body part. Uh, but the match does keep enough of a pace in its seven minute duration that you're never bored as well. Um, so overall, it's a it's a very fine match that has a very traditional structure where Hernandez kind of bum rushes steamboat at the very beginning ambushes him uh, gets the early attack steamboat comes back with some flash with some deep arm drags uh before hercules is able to send him into the turnbuckle to regain control that's when he hits those knees which did look very good i, th I thought that was a highlight of hercules's offense was those knee strikes uh but then he, he's kind of lumbering around a little bit mostly strike based uh, did like on commentary where Jesse says that Hercules, you know, needs to go for a finisher move or a big move. Uh, he gets on Hercules for doing a lazy cover and Hercules actually takes him up on it by going to the top rope, which, uh, looked a little awkward, but he comes off, uh, hits the knees of Steamboat and then Steamboat gets his crossbody to get the one, two, three, uh, Lee Marshall, by the way, was your ring announcer for this person portion of uh, WrestleMania 2, which I think is a cool antidote. Uh, so again, overall, very replacement level match, but for this show, it's a much maligned show, so for this show, this is probably one of the five best matches on the card. I would put this at number five. Uh, slot this in at number five behind the final two matches from Chicago and the final two matches of Los Angeles. I, th I think this is your fifth best match on the card. Again, at two and a half, if it's the fifth best match on the card, kind of shows you you're not getting a great show overall by any means and i don't think there's any great matches on this show overall but but this this was enhancement level good stuff uh, uh fine adequate and whatnot and it's interesting to see where hercules goes from here um i did i did want to do a little forward looking and you know you kind of see him in job duty on televisions uh, he defeats C.V. Offie on the next MSG show that he's on. But, you know, you're Scott McGee, Terry Morgan, that type of thing. Uh, then he's randomly put in a tag team with Tiger Chung Lee, losing to the new American Express of Danny Spivey, Mike Rotundo, uh, at, at Philadelphia. So he, he stays kind of in this weird wilderness of he's beating most of the people you would think he would be like your jobbers and Lanny Poffo. Uh, he does get a defeat over Tony Atlas, but it, he's also in not having a feud that really defines him or a character that really defines him up until August with Madison square garden. And that is where he first faces Billy Jack Haynes uh, and then I think you generally see a little bit more direction 
for Hercules uh, leading into the fall, links up with Bobby Heenan, then you have the split um, eventually. But but that that you know linking him up with Bobby the Brain helps him to get some direction for his character uh leading into the fall and then wrestlemania 3 where he's in a much more feud-based match with billy jack haynes all right so that is it for this one ricky the dragon steamboat versus hercules hernandez two and a half star uh, very classic two and a half star replacement level match uh, but kind of a fun match to digest as you go through this show uh, thank you once again for making Cronoso Daily your first listen of the day. We will be back on Monday with Adrian Adonis versus Uncle Elmer. <laughs>